Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today, it is almost a week before Christmas, we're talking mm. NWA Saturday night on TBS from August the 5th, 1989. Doc, we've Harper and I have had to talk Doc off the ledge from doing the Von Erich thing because of his Cowboys. You know, they were 16-0, and 0, right? But that never happened, and he's uh, suicidal at this point. But anyway... I'm sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Harper. I think we've got a really good show coming because we got some things to discuss. Wrestling related, but non-wrestling related. Uh, we'll get to that shortly. But how are you, Doc? Um, living a dream or uh, suicidal yeah, we're only, on the horizon? We're, no, no. Why would I be suicidal? We're only two games out of first place. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy, huh? Three and nine, two games out of first place. That's not, a, that's not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> We can only play. We can only play who's on the schedule. All right, and lose well. to them, and lose to them. That right? Harvard knows <laughs> what I'm talking about. Uh, how are you? You all right though? I, oh, I'm doing great, pal. Um, we're we're going to talk about classic wrestling uh, shenanigans in the world of shenanigans, and uh, probably get some unique takes on all of this from our main man on the street. Hard body Harper. Harper, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, you're on time. You're early. This is are you feeling all right? I'm doing great. All right. How's the shoot job? Uh, this week has has been bad. Okay. Yeah. He sounds better. He said he said he doesn't sound as tired, right, Doc? He doesn't. He sounds frisky tonight. That's a good thing for us. Fucking great. Yeah, yeah see? I, I agree. He sound he does so, sound frisky. So our, you know, we are in the middle of a, of a raging sickness. Um, I just want to make sure. So, are the bars still open in in New Orleans? Uh, they got to close at eleven, and hmm. you can't sit. Uh, what the fuck is it? You can't sit at the bar. Yeah. If, if you're sitting inside, you got to have food, and you got to do social distancing. So like, that all that all seems somewhat odd, but doable. Yeah, and yeah. So Mike's, I, Mike, when's the last time you were in a restaurant? Well, before the pandemic started. Really? So you haven't you haven't been in a restaurant in what? Nine almost nine months. Yeah, I was yeah. in one Friday. Was it Fridays? No. Oh, okay. That's Mike that likes Applebee's. Oh, that's, that's true. Friday, Fridays is disgusting. God. 
I don't mind Applebee's. Yeah, Applebee's is. It's all the right. same shit. It is no, the it same ain't. shit. They it's all the... get their shit from Cisco, and it's right. the same batch. It, it, yeah. It's the same convicted felon with jailhouse tattoos making you <laughs> shit. You couldn't pass the drug test to save his fucking life. So now you're judging people that smoke weed. Yeah, what's, what is no, the, what does drugs have to do with anything? Why you got to judge saying, people? I'm not. So what restaurant were you in last week? Uh, Vincent's. It's an Italian restaurant. Wouldn't that be Vincenzo's? Yeah. Okay. And Mike, you're just eating at home. That's right. Spaghettios out of a can, cold. Shit, I fried up some shrimp last weekend, man, and they were rolling. Eat some turkey necks. Come on, come on. <laughs> you racist bastard. Jesus. Uh, oh, man. I actually well, like turkey necks, but uh, my wife doesn't. So, yeah. We a lot of people do. Well, you're the only minority in your family. <laughs> it's nice. Okay, before we go any further, special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly, disrespectfully, classy, Marky Blassie, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry, Joe Ice. Thank you for your generous support each and every month. And some new Patreon shout outs before we get to Doc's uh, five-star reviews from this week because we did have a couple that were outstanding. We'll get there in a second. I want to shout out new Patreon member Patrick Hayden. I want to shout out Chris Houston, longtime Patreon member. He moved up to the annual option, giving him a month for free. New Patreon member Josh Bratcher. Uh, new Patreon member Joe Rizza. Joe, I couldn't remember if I uh, mentioned yours last week, so my fault if I didn't. Uh, new Patreon member Jeffrey Smith. Thanks for signing up. And longtime Patreon member Damon Wilson bumped up his pledge uh, to get those pay-per-views and Clash of the Champions. If you're not a patron, consider becoming one. TinyURL.com slash PatreonBTT. That's TinyURL.com slash PatreonBTT. When this show airs, it will debut on... What is that going to be the 17th of December? Mm. Well, guess what? On the 18th of December, the day after, I'm going to do a flash sale again. Two months free if you go annual on our Patreon. Again, two months free if you go annual. You got the whole week before Christmas up until Christmas Day. We'll even throw in Christmas Day. You can sign up annually and get two months for free. There you go. So don't even think about it. Just do it the day after you hear this or the day you hear this. I'll, ma I'll, I'll make it a week and a day. That's tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Okay, Doc, you've got. Well, some... I was just wondering if you're also going to put those stupid JV Goon Squad shirts on sale, too. Well, Pro Wrestling Tees, uh, they run the sale. So I'm guessing they're going to do something. The week of Christmas, but as of us recording this right now, I haven't seen an email from them, so I'm not sure. Should should Harper and I expect the check to be in the mail on that? I'll, send, right. I'll send I'll send you a check for it. Oh, I've been telling you to get a to 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 create a PayPal so I can just get it to you with ease. But you know, you're an old fart that doesn't fucking listen, and you haven't done so yet. I try to reduce my digital footprint, pal. You can blow me then, so because I don't send out. Why, why are that. those things related? <laughs> okay, so let's do these five star reviews because I want to get into well, this topic. Well, I'm telling you right now, if I'm reading these reviews, I, it can only lead me to one conclusion, and that is we are the hottest podcast, ad free podcast on in, on on World Wide Web. Would you agree? Uh, that sounds Harper. about right. 
Sounds yeah. about right. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody else has to get paid to do this shit. We just do it out of the goodness of our fucking hearts. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's, so we got, let's get we got to... one that came in recently. This is from Chuck a four one only show of its kind. See what I was saying there? Hottest show, best show, ad free. Anyway, here's what Chuck had to say. Booking the territory is giving fans of the previous generation a place to go to relive the days of our youth. The way that Mike, Doc, and Harper play off each other is real, and it it, it definitely shows a chemistry that makes the show enjoyable from the beginning to the end. I feel like we're kind of in the end of the beginning part of the show, but whatever. Good, good, strong review there. Thank you, Chuck. We appreciate that. Do you know who that is? I don't know who Chuck A41 is. So, you know, because the names and handles on iTunes don't match up. Twitter Doesn't matter. Or... They're coming in so many now that we can't keep up with all of them. That's a great thing. Next, we have Selly Selleck. Harper, you might want to strap in for this one. This is a great. Okay. This one is delicious. Get, I, it, your, it... get your KY out. Everybody here needs to take a, a get out a piece of paper and a pen because this is how you write a, a five star review for us. And he will not only, or I say he, this person, he, she, I mean, he, him, is that he, him, she, her? Yeah, yeah um, just say the name that's on the iTunes. I said Selly Selleck, but I oh. don't know if that's a he, her, I mean, a she, her. Selly. Well, we have female patrons, so I know. I mean, and it's I like possible, to, and I like to think that all our listeners are females until I learn they're not. Okay, well, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure. Again, the the handle on iTunes doesn't match what I've seen the on right Patreon or pronoun or that I should say. Just read the motherfucking review. I'm a cis white male. I mean, th- I think th- this fine individual. Okay, thank you, thank you. <laughs> we, so they're non-binary, is what you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. So anyway, this is a great one. It says the only wrestling podcast you need. I was at one time listening to nine wrestling podcasts regularly. God. I think we've eliminated the fact that this is a female. (laughs) Yeah, really. huh? (laughs) (laughs) I heard about BTT several times because of hearing Mike Mills on the 605 Super Podcast and the Jim Cornette experience. I finally got around to checking it out back in June. Every single other podcast in my rotation fell to the wayside. Harper, Mills, and Doc not only cover the classic wrestling that I love, their brand of show reviews, humor and filth, quite honestly, not only put this podcast in the upper echelon of wrestling podcasts, It's my favorite podcast, period. The BTT boys bring all the laughs and entertainment you need from a wrestling podcast. I'm a proud Hall of Fame patron, Patreon listener of the show, and I can guarantee you beyond question that this show, along with the vast amount of Patreon exclusive content, is your one-stop shop for humor and classic wrestling. How about that? That's a hell of a review. I think we could hit the tagline and go on home. Yeah. Look it, bitch. <laughs> it roll out, pal. I'm down with that. 
take the rest of the night off. Just play some of that, some reruns from the JV Goon Squad, and Harper and I can take the night off. <laughs> All right. Great, great, great five-star review. Thank you. We we definitely appreciate that. That was outstanding. Well, and oh. so are we ready for the other spotlight that I, we wanted to talk about? Yeah, let's get into the main event of this week's show that has nothing to do with the NWA show we're going to review we, shortly. We, we stumbled across something that has has really, you know, it sparked a, a conversation on on the on the the texting the other night. Um, we stumbled across a young man named Max Gilliam, and so Mike, why don't you set a, set us up and tell us a little bit more about why all of our listeners should give a shit about some guy named Max Gilliam. Well, I believe Max Gilliam is the uh, quarterback for the UNLV Running Rebels. Now, for uh, our he, worldwide audience, that is the University of Nevada at Las Vegas. Yes, he's the foot the quarterback for the football team. Uh, he can be found on Twitter at Max Gilliam Eleven. That's Max G I L L I A M Eleven uh, on Twitter, and you know I actually stumbled upon this story because I saw uh, a listener of ours, I believe it to be a listener of ours, tweeted the story from TMZ mm. in which in which, Is it ever is it ever a good sign when you're in the sports world and you're on TMZ? No. I, I take it back. It was on Yahoo Sports. It wasn't TMZ. So That's not much off. better. Yeah, for okay. real. <laughs> and evidently old Max um from Yahoo Sports College Football, he issued an apology because he ate sushi off of a nude model on a reality TV show. And I immediately clipped it, sent it to Doc and Hopper in a text thread and said, legend, this guy's a legend. Hopper couldn't stop laughing. My comments were, he's in college. What do people expect? That's not even close to the worst thing he's done or, in fact, the three of us have done while in college. Um, well, you I, had a 20-year span to work with. So well, I'm I mean, referring to the... Think of all the deeds you could have done. He went from... T- he, went from he started off eating Hot Pockets to drinking in shore by the time he graduated. <laughs> <laughs> He thinks my land is a fourth food group. I <laughs> Doc, piss off, okay? Well, anyway. Well, by me, Harper was the one that said it. So in this text thread, I'm trying to summarize here. Uh, Harper was like, yeah, for real, we've all done worse. And Doc's like, what's the problem here? And I'm like, not one problem. And then my I went on is, to say. My thing well, is. is let this, me say this, one thing. Okay. He's getting a Rolex this week, okay? And then you continued with, I don't apologize when there's no problem. The text thread was tremendous. It got it got 700 stars like uh, Chris Zaha says, but go ahead. I just, I guarantee you that, and for the, the 5% of this audience that listening to us that actually went to college will back me up on this. There's 25 things that happened at frat houses across that campus that night that were worse than eating sushi off of some naked broad. <laughs> Here and here's the real revelation. <laughs> in the in the texting chain, you said he ate sushi off her, but he probably grabbed her like a bowling ball. 
<laughs> well, I mean, filthy. I just wonder when he was eating raw fish, when he knew when to stop. That's come on. You see, <laughs> keep going, Doc. Well, I mean, here's the dirty secret. There's nothing wrong with this. This is actually like a traditional thing, is it not? It's like the chef who prepared that meal was a female who was like, what's the problem? There's a name for this, and it's like a thing. What is it? Yeah, I don't don't have it in front of me. I can't say it. It's it's in a different language, Harper. I don't speak Japanese. Oh. Harper said, I hope it wasn't a crunchy roll. Come on. (laughs) Go ahead, Harper. I'm sorry. Where did the wasabi go? Oh, God. Poor thing. Does wasabi make your pecker burn, Harper? Yeah, that's that green shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, that stuff that's super hot. Yeah, don't. First of all, let's back up. Harper, do you eat sushi? Yeah. Okay. I do too. Yeah. Sushi's good. I like sushi. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know you don't because, you know, you're just a. I'm not a fan. No. Skinny little white. Of all? You know. Sushi? He, here's that dude don't that a, dude, he's got weird he is weird but like california food. rolls and shit like that he ain't gonna eat it doc 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 don't even eat vegetables what are you fucking five <laughs> sort of <Yes>. so <laughs> yeah Plus i not. love seafood though i love I, pretty much anything that comes out of the sea i'll stick in my mouth except raw. <laughs> I, I don't like raw fish <laughs> Anything that comes out of the sea, huh? Well, it's not really raw. It's sashimi grade, whatever. I'm not into it's, it. It's it's steamed, right, Mike? Well, it depends. I mean, you can get a tuna roll and a salmon roll. That's raw. But can we get back to Max oh, Gilliam? Apologize. Oh, no. Yeah, those are raw. Okay. Not a California roll. No. Let's get back to Max Gilliam here, because because I got a feeling he's listening to this show this week. Because I well, now on he, Twitter. he's following us on Twitter. Yes, he's following us on Twitter. I I told him, young man, you do your thing. We're fans of you. Come listen to us. We'll set you straight on the on the. Come path on home, life. Max. Come on home, Max. We got a guy with a PhD here. I got a bachelor's, and Harper's got a dropout. But you know what? We Whatever. still love you none the same. We we all went to college, even though Harper dropped out. So come on home and uh, enjoy BTT. But I don't know what this guy's apologizing for, man. I mean, it's just you know, like you said, Doc. There were ten things worse done in the frat house. That night. Well, and look, we're not saints of any type, right? We're we're not we're not baby faces in the world, but we're not heels either. I mean, if you've listened to us for a while, you know we'll talk about some girls shitting out some cum or something. Whoa! But we're also, you know, we love our. We we love our puppy dogs, and we we're we're again you know treating children correctly the right way, and you know saying yes, ma'am, and and to your mama, and treating your mama and your and your women all right, except for Harper who abuses them with that pork sword that he has. Wow. So this cancel culture bullshit where you got to apologize for everything has got to stop. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything wrong. It's evidently called 
the what he participated in was called, and and I'm gonna butcher this. Naya Mayoritai or something like that. It's yeah, it's spelled, Saka Matsuzuki. Hey, N Y O T A I M O R I, and it's I don't Naya. know how to pronounce that, but it's Naya. the art. Of, it's it's the art of eating sushi off of a naked woman's body. It's um. Anyway, there's a whole link on foodandwine.com if you want to read about it from Chef Rachel Hargrove. Dude, I know people in college that did things a million times worse than that. And again, I one time saw a girl take a shot, a a body shot off a dude's dick. Oh, and that was and we called that Tuesday night. Yeah. Members doing shit like that. Not really. I was pretty drunk. Well, anyway, Max, we hope you're listening and enjoying this this show this week. I mean, what show well, was it? It, it was, was called, called Below the... Below Deck. Is the reality show that he was on? Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I oh, they're I've on never a cruise heard... ship or something, and I have no idea. I've never, no idea. Eating sushi <laughs> off a naked broad. Would you do something like that, Harper? Oh, uh, I'd be honestly. <laughs> I don't no. know, bro. Especially no. now with COVID and all. I don't know where that hoe has been, bro. <laughs> I want to eat sad. fucking food off a of fucking cooter in her tits. But I you mean, where to... the fuck has she been? Well, you went to a restaurant the other night. Yeah, How's but that... I wasn't eating uh, fucking, you know, shit off the chick's fucking cooch. Well, I, I'm not... <laughs> Are her tits? Are he didn't eat probably... it. I don't think he ate it off of that. I think it was like on her stomach or something. Oh, well. Well, then what the fuck? I'm with you. What the hell, man? So, like, he didn't even, like, take it off a pussy. No. <laughs> that's not what this is about. It's not Jesus exactly a... Christ. Right, that's what I'm saying. Oh, God. I thought it was <laughs> something where he's like, where you, I, I don't know, kind of like a like a, a pie eating contest and everyone just goes down there like on stand by me and everyone just fucking digs in. So he just <laughs> ate some sushi off some fucking naked broad he comes, stomach. He comes out with rice particles all over his face and a fat lady puked in a purse. I actually don't no, know on what part of the body It's not it like he ate it. He's not like he fished it out of her ham wallet. Yeah, like a like fucking like fucking nineteen eighty six Molly Crew type shit. Yeah, <laughs> yes. It's not like that at all. It's like laid on her stomach and Jesus Christ. And he's got to apologize. Fuck that. Meanwhile, every Emma and Kaylee and I don't know Brittany are down at the sorority house getting a train pulled on them and nobody's got to apologize for that shit okay so in this article on foodandwine.com it says what are the risks of Naya Tayamori it says there are obvious health risks but most uh, Naya Tayamori happenings adhere to strict guidelines and ensure the sushi never makes contact with the body there are exceptions where sushi is placed directly on the models the nipples are one of the most common spots because America, that's literally what it says in the article. Um, women are typically covered with bamboo leaves, flowers, and even plastic wrap to serve as a barrier between skin and the sam and the, the Oh, well, roll. there you go. Um, so, 
The controversy. Uh, hold on. Let me get okay, the controversy here says it's um and th this is this is unfortunately a cancel culture thing in my opinion. It says the Nayatayamori's controversy is the sexual objectification of women is probably the most obvious. For what it's worth, men also pose nude. Um, it's called Nantamayori, but the practice is certainly not as widespread. If you're searching for an inside look, check out this model's Reddit thread. And I guess there's, you know, cases where men men are doing it too. But like this whole thing, I mean, we've seen, I've seen worse things and been seen it with my own eyes, worse things at strip clubs in New Orleans than with what what this guy probably did when he ate sushi yeah and the only reason he's getting the only reason it's brought up is because he's a college quarterback and he's not even at a, like a a big school it's not like alabama or clemson or or somewhere like that it, it's just crazy that this kid had to apologize like he you didn't don't do any what did here, he do man. wrong in, in fact, you're going to have to grow a pair and do some things to apologize for before you can even be on the show because we're doing things each and every week that we really probably should apologize for. I bet the university probably made him do it. Probably so. Yeah. Here's what probably happened. Somebody got a hold of him and said, look, I know this is stupid, but you got to apologize. You didn't do anything wrong, but just fucking do it. So that we can put this to bed and lose this week when we go to Hawaii. So this kid's this kid's probably at the most what twenty two years old. At the most. At the most. I mean, and that's if he didn't go to junior college or anything. I have no I'm idea. Jealous. I mean, but he can't like. I mean, it says he's a senior, so I, I mean, I don't know if if again, he twenty two years old, bro. Do you know the dumb? Stuff I did after 22, before uh, there taking, was social media. Taking chair shots from one man gang. I mean that's 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 just reckless. That ain't even dumb. That's just stupid. I'm talking about just stupid stuff like unprotected sex with Iceman King Parsons pulling a swap <laughs> on a girl. Oh, no. Mike, well, come on, Mike. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, what other thoughts Ma on Max well, or Max? Well, Harper, here? would you eat? Sushi off of a dude. No. No? Uh -uh. He would eat sushi off of a woman. Don't let him fool you. Yeah, yeah. off a fucking guy? Nah, I'm cool. <laughs> I mean, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. But like if there's a bamboo leaf down, you're not really, it's not really on him. It's just the serving. Yeah, it's close like, enough. Okay. It's like sucking his dick when he's got a condom on, right? I mean, <laughs> come on. What? Well, where did that come from? What? Jesus. I mean, that's the same thing as like, oh, well, they got plastic wrap on them. Yeah, whatever, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, Doc. I think we well, should. Well, yeah, I think I'm <laughs> done. I don't know what else to say to that. By the way, uh, Max's uh, stats this year, he's got uh, 73 completions and 121 attempts, three interceptions. Um Four touchdowns. He's only got 599 passing yards, but he's got 191 rushing yards and two TDs. So he's a pretty good uh, running quarterback, it seems, or or a dual threat, I guess we'd call him. Anyway, I think Max, I would be remiss if I didn't say he's a he's a good kid. Good, good kid. kid. Good kid. Um, 
But, you know, I don't know, man. This is, I just, you know, I, you know, look, my wife, I asked her, I was like, because I kept, I could not stop laughing at what was going on. Like, I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, this is hilarious. And so she was like, well, what are you laughing at? So I showed it to her. It's just like, and I expect her to say, well, he should apologize because I just know how she is. And she's like, he didn't do nothing wrong. I said, you damn right he didn't. So anyway, I got a woman's point of view saying he didn't do anything wrong either. And with that said, Doc, how about we uh, talk some Saturday night on TBS? If we have to. If we have to. Uh, but by the way, Max is getting my Rolex before we even, you know, get into the rest of this week's episode. So anyway, uh, I said at the top of the show, we are talking, what was it? August the 5th of 1989, NWA Saturday Night on TBS. This show kicks off. We've got JR and Gary Hart. They're uh, in front of the World Championship Wrestling logo at center stage. They do a lot of plugging of the Atlanta Omni Show that's happening uh, soon, and that was the final Great American Bash tour stop. I found conflicting records for those who want to know. We'll talk about this later in the show at the end. I saw one record said there were 7,500 people there. I saw another one said there was 10,500. Well, that's good. Well, I guess 7,500 isn't bad, but for for Atlanta, Omni, that's kind of bad. But Oh, you know, yeah. Uh, that's like a 20,000-seat building almost. But the the funniest part about it was finding that, you know, you got a 3,000-person variance. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. Uh, JR opens the show with Gary Hart with him, like I was saying. JR breaks down the matches we'll see this week. And then we head straight to the ring uh, for Sid Vicious and Dan Spivey with Teddy Long, of course. And they're going to take on Bob Emery and George South. Uh, as the match starts, Teddy Long joins JR on commentary and tells us he's letting Spivey defeat Emery and South by himself. Sid is literally just standing on the floor on the outside as the match goes on. Spivey wins with a power bomb for his team. Doc, I'll throw to you. What do you have from this match? Doc, did you go grab a beer? Sir, are you on mute? Hey. All right, Hopper. Do you have anything from this match? Since Doc I'm back. Is, uh... I had to go get a beer. Of course. Of course. Well, hey, look, there's the skyscrapers. I was going to ask you, what do you, my question was while you went and grabbed the White Claw was what do you have from this match? I'm actually drinking a, uh, this is from the a somewhat local brewery called Revolver Brewing. It's called Blood and Honey American Ale. Delicious little tasty beverage here made with blood oranges and honey. And uh, it'll get you real fucked up. Um, so Foster's it, is fucking made by all. By who? Foster's beer is yeah. it's made in uh, Fort Worth, right? That's what it says on a fucking can. I don't know. I'm not Fort Worth, so I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, <laughs> is Michael Hayes gone? No. What do you mean, gone from commentary? From commentary. I don't I don't remember, to be honest. But the yeah, show is better either. when he's when he's not on commentary. No, he's 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 not gone. I remember him, he he comes back. Which is right. terrible. Now we aren't far from Cornette being JR's like commentary partner. Babyface, baby, it's not far off. It's a few months. Like, I mean, like probably like two months away, maybe something like that. 
It, and it's babyface Cornette in that role. It's you, You've never seen it. You're going to be like, this is kind of weird. At least I think you'll have that take. I mean, he's good. Don't get me wrong. He's a million times better than Michael Hayes. But it's just, it's weird when you think of Corny in that role as a color commentator. Because think back to 1986 when he was, remember during the summer of 86 and he was doing all when the commentary t- where when he told baby doll, she dressed in the junior moose department. <laughs> yeah. And remember he was on commentary with Shivani and he was just wearing Shivani out every week. And Shivani, when Crockett finally came back, Shivani was like, Oh my God, I'm so glad you're back. Cause this son of a gun is wearing me out. So it's like different. It's totally different than 86 corny, but he's good. Anyway, uh, but Good Hayes kid. is not gone. Good kid. Uh, any other thoughts on this match, Doc? On this match, um, Spivey completely missed a high kick early on. Yes, he did. Whoops. And he did he, he did a baseball slide, and fuck anyone that should have done that should have been fucking Sid. <laughs> I get it. He's up. Uh, yeah. Um, not a lot of Sid and not a lot of George South in this match, huh? Nope. None. I I mean, I did, the match was the match. I don't know what else to say about it. Hopper, did you yeah. have anything? No. I mean, what do you want me to say? I'm, I'm with you. That's why I yeah. said, do you have anything? Uh, there, there, there's not really much here to talk about. Okay. Uh, so if we don't have anything else to talk about, we're going to go to Sting right now. Sting's going to come out. He's going to cut a promo. Sting is coming to you all by his lonesome self. And I just want to talk about tomorrow night in the Omni against the great Muda, Eddie Gilbert, at ringside with me. I hate to be involved in something that sounds kind of wimpy. He calls it, from his country, a dragon shy match. I don't like dragon shy because here in Atlanta, Georgia, or anywhere else in the United States, from now on, I'm going to call it a dragon tough match. you got to be tough to do it. So be there, Muda, in Atlanta tomorrow night. Oh, I love to do that. Oh. Mm. You'll get there. Willie. Uh, Any thoughts no, on that? Just, uh, he still has a chance since he's now under contract. He can keep working on it. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's nice. I still I haven't even seen that what y'all talking about with him in AEW yet. Well, neither I have mean, I, but I heard yeah, about it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck all I got to do is hear about it, bro. You know? I, I, mean, I haven't watched I'll take full, your word for it. <laughs> I haven't watched a full episode of AEW combined since they came on the air. All right. Well, uh, any other thoughts on Sting? And, like? I, and I ain't hating on it. I'm just saying. Um, I know. No thoughts on no Sting? Sting? I kind of wish he would have let out one of those uh, screams that uh, our buddy Everett Starr out there, longtime Patreon member, likes just to piss Doc off. Um, but when he doesn't let out the scream, it doesn't piss Doc off. It's just terrible, that's all. <laughs> yeah, he's Sting. <laughs> he's Sting. Well, Harvard. I don't hate Sting half as much as I hated Hogan, so there you go. Well, that's Man, saying a lot. All Sting. Hopper, anything from you, or should we go to Terry Funk now? He definitely looks like Surfer Sting, huh? With those fucking sunglasses on. 100%. Was Sting your favorite wrestler at this time right now, Harper? Oh, no. I mean, maybe a WCW. I forgot now. I mean, not even WCW. No. Uh-uh. Too, 
Who was your favorite during this time, Harper? What time? This is uh, 80. 89. Oh, oh. I mean, you Maybe had to be Macho past, Man? I'm going to say, you had to be past the Hogan. Yeah, I guess it was Macho Man, Man if I had to pick one. Yeah, I mean, Macho was hard to dislike. Yeah. You know, I mean, but for WCW, I mean, it, it was still flair. Hey, Doc, I never thought about this until just now when Harper said Macho Man. If you think about all of the quote-unquote major stars we've covered, whether it was here or in Smoky Mountain, I mean, we've we've truly, besides Hogan, yeah, besides Hogan, we've truly covered what I would think is all of the major stars. I'm talking Bill about Piper. from this era. I'm Bill not Piper. Piper's the only one. Piper, Hogan, and Macho are probably the three like biggest that we haven't crossed yet. We've crossed but, Macho. He fought Bruiser Bedlam. Well, that my point was about to be the only time we've seen him is in that, and it was, but it was it was so brief. I mean, because he just came that's not out. my problem. Uh, all right. Anyway, yeah, I, I'm with Harper. I, probably Macho was a. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would it would have been macho for you right now, Hopper. Yeah, All right. for real. Let's keep going. Uh, Terry Funk's up next. Let's see what he's got to say. Fans are back here on Superstation TBS. Be quiet for a minute, Ross. You know that Ric Flair told you that he was a man with a mission. Well, Ric Flair might be a man with a mission, but he needs a church. He needs a cathedral. He needs a whole congregation, Gary Hart. He needs the whole United States praying for him tomorrow night because I am going to win the world's heavyweight championship, aren't I, Gary? He better hope that the fans of Atlanta, Georgia is on his side the way they were in Baltimore because if the fans let him down, we're going to eat him like boarding house pie. That's how they talk down here in the South. You're going to be the next world heavyweight champion. You know you're going to be. But do I need you, Gary? No, I don't need you. Do I need Muta? No, I don't need Muta because I have got myself in the ring and I am a man obsessed. Flair says that he is chasing me. Well, why don't he just stop and I will run right over the top of him. You are looking at the new world's heavyweight champion and that is a promise to you people. You buy a ticket to the Omni and you are going to see a new world's champion. You are going to see the Nolan Ryan of professional wrestling. People thought, well, he can never pitch another no-hitter. Well, I'll guarantee you he did, and he'll pitch another one. Just like I will go ahead and win the world you know, when championship. when you walked out here this evening, this whole arena started to screaming, we want Flair. And you looked at me, and you said, said we, we do too. One Flair. Yeah. We want Flair more than you people out there. We want what you got. The world's champion. Well, you'll, you'll find out tomorrow night what you're both made of. Eight o'clock in the army tomorrow night, gentlemen. Not by you, Rob. Well, I, it's, our feelings mutual. And now let's go up to Rhubarb Jones. All right, so they're building up the Omni match with Funk and Flair. Uh, we're not going to see it, if you're wondering, Hopper. Um, Doc, thoughts on Funk right there? Um, 
Why was Terry in a tuxedo? I was wondering the same thing. Maybe he got. Maybe he was getting married. I don't know. Hey. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Let me hit rewind while y'all finish talking about uh, if a funk. if Terry wasn't crazy enough. Now he's got Gary Hart. Man, that's a that's a oh no, that's a, that's a rough duo. Stick on Funk right now. We're gonna get to this screenshot in a second. Keep going. Yeah, that is a rough duo, Funk and Hart. Hoof. But Hart, yeah. Hart sounded great, didn't he? What's Gary Hart? What? What's that, Doc? Boarding house pie. What? He said boarding house pie. Oh, I was like, what are you saying? Uh, okay. I, I Gary Hart's always, Gary Hart's so good, you just gloss over it most of the time. I'm, I'm, I'm looking you it up. That. Oh, you're, look, you're trying to define it. While you're doing that, what else do you have, Hopper, from Gary Hart it, Funk right there? I love Gary Hart. He sounds very believable, doesn't he? He sounds real as fuck. I, I'm scared of him, and he's not even alive anymore. Let me put it like that. What are you about to say, Doc? You looked it up. Nothing. What is it? Say it. I, it's just a meat pie of some sort. A meat pie, huh? Go on Urban Dictionary and look it up. <laughs> that's what oh, I that's thought a, he was. That's, a good that's what I thought he was going to do. <laughs> okay. Um, er, ben. You want to talk about somebody intelligent that can't type? Doc. Smartest dude I know that types like Woody Woodpecker. Um, bored. <laughs> Pecks at those keys like a two-year-old. Anyway. Okay. Come on, Doc. Hurry up. Hi. Hold on. And couldn't find it. Oh. oh, it's not on Urban Dictionary. Wow. <laughs> but what is this? Oh, did you find <laughs> something else for us? How about a chocolate clown pie? Mm, that sounds gross. <laughs> I bet poo-poo's involved. Chocolate, chocolate clown pie? Is that what you said? Well, now they're trying to put some sort of virus on my computer, and it went oh. to that update screen. So, oh, back away. Yeah. <laughs> eject, eject. So chocolate. He's putting it in his phone. Clown. Pie. <laughs> Pie. There you go. Okay. So I'm back. After visiting. Oh, it's similar to the clown pie, except you defecate in your hand and smash oh. it in somebody's face. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Let's keep moving. I can't with this. All right, Tommy what's, Rich is. What's wrong with people? Yeah, some of the some of those Urban Dictionaries. Ugh. Tommy Rich defeats Trent Knight in the next match. The match goes almost six minutes. Jesus. Rich takes six minutes to beat Trent Knight. There is, during this match, there's talk of Tommy Rich facing Luger for the U.S. title. And I can't even believe Lex Luger would consider stooping to Rich's low level. This match was way too long, especially for a show that was barely 40 minutes. But um, look at him coming out there. He's He's got all the hopes and dreams of every contender. Coked up to the gills. 
Cooks like fucking Vince Neal. <laughs> Not then. Vince Neal was was still skinny back then. But yeah, but yeah, eighty nine Rich looks like ninety six Vince Neal. I'm not trying to throw shade here. He looks like Baby cr- Dusty. No, 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 no. The crowd was dead. They did not give a damn about this match. Tell me I'm lying, Harper or Doc. No. Well, the the problem is, is that they're banking on the fact that he used to be a big star in Georgia, but all those people grew up and moved on. I mean, let's say you were eight years old when he won the strap. You know, after he got his tonsils bruised. Whoa, whoa. whoa. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> really? <laughs> Let's say he was eight years old. Well, you know, when he took a little shaft down the throat. Um, I mean, let's... If They're you were 16 eight years, now. Yeah. They, so, you, so, I mean, there's a chance they haven't moved on. This is pointless. This match was just boring. Rhubarb Jones did introduce him as former NWA World Heavyweight Champion. That was good. There you in, go. in, in the words of Hopper, good for him. Yeah. Oh. And now we're going to go six minutes. So do you have anything else from this snooze fest? This went on for a while. Oh, so you agree with me? Oh, yeah. I kept thinking, when is he going to put him away? When is he going to put him away? And then I started to wonder, just to kind of, you know, make you happy. Is the wrong guy winning? Oh, because we've talked about Trent Knight before. Like he's yeah. not—he's not just a jobber. He's got a look. He's a—he has kids. I, there's nothing wrong with Trent Knight. He's got a good look to him. Um, may not be the greatest worker in the world, but he's got a good look. And when's that know. ever stopped anybody from getting a run with the strap? Yeah, that's true too. Uh, Tommy Rich is just boring the hell out of me. And, and unless Hopper, do you have anything else, or can I keep this show moving? No. The one thing I did like about this, and this was on commentary, was Gary Hart talking, and I always like it when he called Flair Ricky. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Gary Hart. He remember when he used to do that in World Class? Yes. He called it Ricky, Ricky Flair. <laughs> it's just yeah. he's more familiar with you than you're comfortable with. But if you say anything about it, he's going to cut you. Yeah. So you just let it slide. What are you going to say? It's like, you know, nobody. I mean, we don't we never call Harper Christopher unless we're just joking. But a Mike but, Michael. Yeah. But, but, but Y'all don't call but, me doctor. No. But, uh, you know, I mean. It would be like us formally getting on this show and, and, and saying Christopher. Like, if Gary Hart was alive and he'd come on this show, well, Christopher, let me tell you one thing. Let me tell you something, Christopher. You know, so anyway. Okay. Uh, Doc, any other thoughts before we keep going? Uh, no, sir. I agree with you. Wrong guy won. Tommy Rich defeats Trent Knight, and he shouldn't have. We now go to Lex Luger, who's going to come out now. And uh, Luger's got some things that he has to say. And uh, Luger's good here again. Here it is. Tonight in the Omni, Rick Steiner for the United States Heavyweight Championship. And I have to think, you have had the physical advantage over virtually every single opponent you've ever stepped in the ring with. But I think that margin has narrowed considerably when he stepped in with a man like Rick Steiner. 
Before I get to that, first of all, the injustice, the malignant tumor that persisted in the NWA Jim Ross has been removed. I am now, as I should have been all along, the number one contender in the NWA today. I also have become, without a doubt, the storied history of this belt. No doubt about it, the greatest United States heavyweight champion of all time. That's right. And you know, when you become in a class by yourself, Jim Ross, what I've actually become is the Michael Tyson of the NWA. What I've become is promoters are trying to find opponents. I, they feed them to me, I spit them up, I spit them out, I chew them up. They're trying to find opponents for the total package luxury because he is, after all, invincible. So they come up with Tommy Riches, and in the ambience tomorrow night, they come up with Rich Steiner. Steiner, your credentials are there, but you just don't stack up against the man, the greatest wrestler in our sport today, the total package. And you'll find out that tomorrow night in the Omni. All right, we definitely will find that out tomorrow night in the Omni. We'll be back. We'll hear from Jim Cornette from Midnight Express along with Dr. Death and see the Road Warriors right after this. Luger Solid again. I, putting him in the ring with Tommy Rich is, is just wasting Luger's time. Doc, your thoughts on the promo? He stumbled over a few phrases and words, but overall, the it was it was good, especially for him. Um, I've never heard anybody say Michael Tyson before, but yeah, whatever. That, that sounded weird. <laughs> like Gary Hart could get away with that, but not him. Right, and so at least he had a shirt on to cover up all the squirt coming off of him. Oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. I was, uh, every now and then I'll go and read some of the YouTube comments. And if you remember, at one point I clipped the first time we talked about Luger sweating. Man, somebody tried to explain to me how it was possible and why it wasn't abnormal for him to be sweating the way he was that one of those first times we noticed it. And My I was question like, is, why do you feel the need to defend Lex Luger so much? Yeah. I was like, bro, you spent way too much time analyzing Luger's sweat. We just were having fun with it. Look, you we watch didn't... the same people wrestle for five straight years. you got to come up with some new shit every once in a while. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, Hopper, anything uh, from Luger? Uh, no. I mean, it's... I'm, out of all the heel promos that we've uh, heard him cut, I think uh, this one may have had the less sizzle to it since he's turned yeah. heel. Yeah, it wasn't the. I thought he was good. It wasn't. It definitely yeah. wasn't his best. He just comes across like I say all the time. He's smug and he's a prick and it fits him well. Uh, but again, I feel bad for him going up against uh, Tommy Rich. Why? So. Because he's wasting his time wrestling Tommy Rich. He's going to put the wildfire out for good. That won't be Get hard it? to do. Wildfire just uh, took six minutes to defeat Trent Knight. So uh, Whatever. I assume it's not going to be The torture hard. rack is going to be the fire extinguisher that's going to put the wildfire out for good. That's great, and it should be. 
Okay, so we go to the next match. It is the Row Warriors with Paul Ellering. They defeat uh, John Brewer and Fred Avery. We get like under a minute. Uh, Row Warriors beat them down like um, it wasn't as quick as some of the old studio matches. But uh, hey, it was a quick win, Warrior style, reminiscent of the studio days. Doc, your thoughts, if anything. We heard Iron Man, dude. Yeah. That's what happens when you got the original footage. Such a big difference. That music hits and it's your ass. You can feel it. <laughs> you can feel it. It's you can feel it in your bones. You're like, oh god, here. My exact note was: This is what we've been missing for the last four years. Mm-hmm. Hopper, any to thoughts the- on the Warriors? I just thought that I, I, I wanted their opponents look like Bret Hart if he really let himself go. Yes. The guy with the, the pink scent, yes. There he is. He does. <laughs> a little bit. He really does. I, I agree He's with you. He's Fred Hart, but it's spelled H-E-A-R-T. <laughs> he's, he, he, he was Notice just a little like Notice he's not the big bastard went up for the ride there. No, and, and that actually, that's not the normal way they do the finisher either, the way Animal right. held, uh, held the guy up. It wasn't probably the, because the, he, was, he was probably too afraid to fucking do it. Start normally, so they said, "Fuck it, we're just gonna do it this way." Hey, man, I had a note here. Lots has changed over the last four years we've been doing this, but Hawk and Animal are still whooping ass. Yep, that's right. Well, let's keep going. We'll go to the next promo, which is the Danger Zone. I think Michael Hayes is gonna come out here, and uh, I don't know. He's he's quoting again, and he's gonna hit his famous line at the end about. Heaven not wanting him and hell was afraid or whatever. Let's go now to the danger zone. You know, they wanted the Freebirds and the SST on this danger zone, but the fact of the matter is Terry Bam Bam Gordy and Jimmy Garvin are with Samu and Fatu, and all four of them are up on Freebird Mountain talking to the wise man. You want to talk about wise men? Let's talk about the two greatest masterminds in the history of professional wrestling. Paul E. Dangerously, and my hero, my idol, the man that I've looked up to for several years, the leader of the Freebirds, the mastermind of the Freebirds, and one half of the world tag team champions, Michael P.S. Hayes. And P.S., I gotta tell you what, what guts you guys have defending the belts, not only here in America, but all across the world. I mean, hey, you got title defenses this month against the Dynamic Dude. No problem. Hey, you got title defenses against the Midnight Express. Little bit of a problem, but not much. Hey, I even saw that you got several title defenses against the Steiner Brothers. Starting to become too big a problem. Nobody calls us a sissy and lives to tell about it. And then tomorrow night, maybe, I don't know, they're saying it's going to be the greatest match in the history of professional wrestling. The War Games rematch right there in the Omni on the final Great American Bash of 1989. I hope you understand this. Road Warriors, Dr. Death, Midnight Express. If you thought that Marietta was a massacre, Atlanta will be the annihilation. It will be the Armageddon. Because in the Omni, in our backyard, whether or not the fans are for us or not, because we never need it, that kind of motivation you're gonna find out what pure hell is all about because there will be no commission like in maryland to warn us that if there's any blood the match will be stopped because in atlanta and specifically in the omni we just don't care now do you understand that now hawk yeah you got real hurt in marietta and yeah, you're a real bad guy. 
and you said you guys are short on patience and long on memory. Well, you're going to have a lot to remember. Because when my brothers come down off of that mountain, and they come down with the SST after wise words of wisdom from the wise man, nobody ever puts us down in the Omni. Nobody ever makes us bleed in the Omni. And you neither. I don't care about your reputation. I don't care if you've never lost a cage match. Cause guess what, Pally? There's always the first time. And tomorrow night in the Omni will be your first time. So think about it this way. Don't ever, ever forget heaven don't want us and hell's afraid we'll take over. Coming up in just a <laughs> Doc, your thoughts? I thought this was great. I'm not. I'm I, not I didn't say it was bad. I thought he was awesome. I loved it when they went through the tag teams. He's like a little bit of a problem, but not much. No problem. Little bit of a problem. Somewhat of a. You know that that was really good. It's Hayes with his rap. You know, it's the Omni. It's their backyard. You know, saying that he they got a long memory. Well, you're going to have a lot to remember. I thought he was laying it down here. I don't know why they were doing it in a studio with nobody there, but that's a different story. Uh, There's no telling um, when this was recorded. Maybe that's uh, who knows. Uh, Harbor, what'd you think? He was talking him into the building. Yeah, he was. That's for damn sure. Yeah. He was talking him into the building. Yeah. What do you all think? I want to go see this. Let's let's get in the car and drive to the army. Let's go to the army. <laughs> let's What's go, man. Address? Is it still there? Do we have to quarantine <laughs> first? Yeah. What y'all think that that jean jacket Hayes is wearing smells like? Marlboro mm. Marlboro Reds. Yep. Marlboro Reds and. Uh, and Z Gavarici, if they well, made Cologne it, was, was was fucking big back then. Brute. That wasn't a cologne. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, for your grandpa. <laughs> I remember one time. I say my yeah. car for everything, but that's yeah, right, right. That's what I want to say, but that's just it's, it's too good. That was right. too good for this. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you, man, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't just Old Spice and Marlboro Reds. Or oh, fucking Skin Bracer. Oh, no. Aqua I'll Velva. Tom's. Skin Bracer? Yeah. It was about Aqua Velva, wasn't it? I don't know. It, it, it's the green shit. Yeah, your grandpa, my grandpa used that shit. And I put it on and... and it burned, uh, your, burned your shit. And Tiffany mm. was like, what are you wearing? I was like, Skin Bracer. It makes me smell like a 1930s barbershop. She's like, yes, it does. What, what was her name? <laughs> Tiffany. Who's that? She was a pop star. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> circle, circle, dot, dot. <laughs> Is she the one that's saying, I think we're alone now? Yeah. And then there doesn't seem to be anyone around. Remember when Tiffany posed in Playboy? 
Yeah, well, that was a big deal. She had some fun bags, didn't she? Mm-hmm. I might eat some sushi off of those. Mm. <laughs> Sir, you, you, uh, you're continuing to chew into me. <laughs> Sir, that's beginning to hurt. This was a weird time period in 1989. That's all I can tell you. The end of the 80s, boy. Remember that? Yes. Uh, yeah, it was weird. Was, yeah. I mean, I, I would love oh, to go back know. in a time machine during this time. No, I'm going to let you have that. Okay. Uh, uh, I want to go back to like maybe 85 or 6. For what? What are we doing when we get there? That's important. Yeah, right, that's what I'm wondering. Like, what are we going to do? I mean, go well, see the, fucking Ghostbusters and our Top Gun. Well, the question you got to ask yourself is, are you going back the age you as, are now exactly or are right. you going back as the age you were are you going back to warn all these bitches that they're punching a hole in our ozone layer with that aquanet i mean what's up i might go back and buy, i don't know I buy a fucking delorean no i mean seriously like harper if you could go back to 89 right okay you said 85 if you go back to 85 right now the age you're at would you want to do that no. Yes. I go to bed early. I want to go back in my twenties when I knew I was old enough to get shit done, but I was also young enough to do stupid shit. Fuck that. Let's go back to know, fucking eighty-five, and I go to a to the arcade, and I'll just stay in there. I I I had some fun between eighteen and twenty-five, but I don't know if I want to live it again. I only want to live it in the past at that time. See, I don't want to go back to when I was 20 because I can do that n- now. Like how? Just go just go out and get drunk like an asshole. <laughs> He's not married, so he can't. Right. I mean, I could do that fucking, t- you know, right now. Yeah, but here's the thing. You got the know-how. Go- you got an, a technological advantage on these people in the past. You know shit they don't know. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, Berlin Wall is coming down. <laughs> How do you know? Just, I know Hass- a guy. Hasselhoff, dude. Yeah. Keep, watch, keep watching. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving. Uh, any other thoughts on the danger zone right there, Hopper? He, no, he just he just talked everyone to the building. Yeah, I thought he I thought he was good. Um Doc, anything else from you? I just need to know why you're down on Michael Hayes. You were like, oh, he's great a year oh, ago, God. and now you're just like. Going through this over and over. Why and do you over hate on uh, Mr. Hayes? Since I've answered this question every single week now for what feels like two months, I'm going to keep going, and we're going to go now to Rick Steiner, who is a clown, and he's it's out the there Rebel with flag stuff, isn't it? <laughs> here's, here's Rick Steiner. Coming up in just a few moments, top stuff Eddie Gilbert and Sting to take on the New Zealand militia. But first, we want to spend a few moments here with our good friend Rick Steiner. Boy, this is a big weekend here in Atlanta. The Omni this Sunday night. Hey, Tim. Yeah. I got a, I got a, I got a prize for us, man. Me and you. Me and you. I got, look. You got a surprise? I got you and I tickets in the front row for that big show on the Omni. Don't tell nobody. Don't tell my brother. Because you know, I only got two tickets for you and I. Well, you, you bring the girls, what? so you, you, you know, I got wait. tickets for you and I. Why did you... Shh. 
Why did you buy tickets? You're wrestling Lex Luger tomorrow night for the know, U.S. But, title. Well, let's make sure you and I get in free. I mean, everybody else got tickets. We'll be on the front row. I don't know where those other guys are sitting, but me and you get to sit on the front row. Why don't you? Why don't you give these tickets? Uh, you don't. You don't need a ticket. I think I can get in okay. I know the guy at the back door. Well, why don't you give these to Robin? Robin Green. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't spend my money on women like that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I. I. I gotta have a ticket. You and I gotta have tickets okay. to get in. All right. Well. Uh, I gotta think, this is great! It is this great. is great, we're on the front row! You mean to buy the popcorn, I'll buy the hot dogs? I, I spent all my money on the ticket, you gotta buy the popcorn. Okay, I will. Now, what about Lex Luger? You gonna leave your seat and go wrestle Lex Luger tomorrow night? The U.S. Championship, you can be the U.S. Champion tomorrow night if you beat him. Yeah, but we're on the front row. You don't understand, okay. I don't think, okay, that's great, thank you a lot. I'll see you tomorrow night. I tell you what, you keep them. Okay. Because I might forget to bring them, but you keep them, then I'll meet you there, and we'll go in and sit in the front row. All right, I look forward to it. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Sure. See you tomorrow night. All right, buddy. All right, all right yeah, man. Me and you. Me okay. and you all the all way. All right. Well, he will be wrestling Lex Luger tomorrow night for the U.S. title, but we do have a couple of good seats, and some still available. And now let's go up to Rhubarb Jones. <laughs> okay, Aubrey, you're laughing. Please tell us your thoughts. That was funny, huh? That was great. Yeah, that was great. That was good TV. He's a goofball. Mm -hmm. The dog face gremlin man. He's a goofball. I love Rick Steiner. God, I love I Rick Steiner. Like, I feel like this is how we do. We are trying to get Harper on time to the show. But I got tickets to the front. Hey, what's up, ladies? God almighty. Can you finish I, your thought, Doc? I would eat sushi all over her. Awesome, I would. You mean? All over. Can you finish your Rick Steiner thought, and then we'll go to the I match forgot. I forgot. All right. Well, since you forgot, Sting and Eddie Gilbert are out here now with Missy Hyatt, who's actually uh, heavily dressed, I would say, right here. Even yeah, though, that's unfortunate. Uh, Doc wants to eat sushi off of her. Uh, they're going to they're up against Jacko Victory and Rip Morgan, the New Zealand militia. Uh, another long match for, um, for a Saturday night episode. And I think we've said a I've, lot about the New Zealand question. militia. What are your question. thoughts? Yes. Why does New Zealand need a militia? Because of uh, <laughs> Australia. Because of 9-11? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> why do you ask? I just don't understand why they need a militia. I mean... It's 89. Nobody's questioning that. And, and you know what? That New Zealand country may as well have been next to Russia and communists. We didn't know. Uh, yeah, okay? It's true. <laughs> We've had this discussion before. It wasn't red, white, and blue America. That meant, it, that meant they were communists. Commies taking over. Look Any other that. thoughts? Any other thoughts on the match? Well, they do this stupid spot where the boomerang comes into play. You want to explain and it? I don't remember. Oh, okay. But basically, it doesn't end the match, and I was thinking to myself, why not let Gilbert eat that pen and get the the New England, New Zealand militia over as being somebody, and it would help them out, and Sting wouldn't lose, and... <sighs> It just, I don't know. Never mind. Fucking Jack victory. 
Harper's, Harper's over there breathing heavy. He's mad. He looks like he fucking stuck his face up a, a fucking chimney. <laughs> it is. It. I mean, it looks like fucking, the dude it, Mary Poppins. Right. <laughs> oh, it, it's it, it, every half an hour. He's a new gimmick. It's like he's like the Bill Jones wrestler for the WWE games. You can just fucking change him around. Put a mask on him. Take the mask off. Put him in blue tights. Put him in red boots. And nobody looks more badass and does more stupid shit than Morgan. Yes. What do you mean, Jack Vitry? Jack Vitry looks like Dennis Leary if he was sponsored by Twinkies. That's nice. I'm serious. I still stand by what I said. Jack Vitry's got screwed over more than anybody in this promotion since he came in. He's Secret a Native service. American of, of of fucking wrestlers. And it's hard to see because the footage is grainy. Um, but the, what Harper's talking about where they, they've got this, I guess you can call it face paint or war type. I don't know. How would you describe yeah, whatever it? Whatever the fuck. Yeah, well, I think it's supposed to be like camo face right. paint because, you know, they're in a militia and yeah. And they've got, they've got the fatigues on, the pants. So their face is supposed to be kind of somewhat painted, but Jack Victory's face is a little bit darker than Rip Morgan. <laughs> I still am not blaming these guys for this. This is we've talked about it. What do you think they're thinking when they were like in the dressing room putting on that, those fatigues and they're just wiping that shit on their face and just looking into the mirror like, what the fuck am I doing? Pin me, pay me is what they're thinking. The same yeah. thing porn stars do when they're putting their makeup on in the back before they go but out there and get a shot across that, their that's nose. That's nice, Doc. By the way, I did Why look did it up. Why did it come to this? I did look it up. They were not the New Zealand militia in Smoky Mountain. They were the Maulers. We talked about that already. Okay, we talked I about that remember. last week well, I, so. I do 50 million podcasts. I wasn't sure. Anyway. Oh, um, Mr. Podcast. Okay, I got you. <laughs> um, this match could best be summed up with. It's messed up. It's not that bad. It's just it. They, they were filling up some time, though. That's for damn sure. So here's how this thing goes, and when when they eventually get to the finish, Sting had victory set up for the Scorpion Death Lock, but Funk and Muda run in and break it up. Uh, Funk hits Gilbert with the branding iron. Yeah, Terry Funk hits Eddie Gilbert with the branding iron. Muda and Funk are double teaming Sting. Funk hits Sting with the cowboy boot, which, if you remember back in the day, when you hit somebody with a cowboy boot, lights I mean, out. Lights yeah. out, pal. And they're bleeding. And, yeah, I was like, damn. So, you know, Flair eventually comes out. He makes the save for Sting, and now Flair and Funk are brawling. Sting recovers, and now he and Muda are slugging away. The fans are enjoying it. I will say this, you know, the match was long, but the finish, it was a pretty wild scene. And then we go to commercial. Uh, it, it, the, the match went long, but once they did the run in and everything, it, it got heated up and it kind of feeds into the angles that are going on right now. And you, you know, I thought that was fine at that point. Um, what did you think, Doc? You hear that pop when Rick came out? Yeah, of course. That's why I said it really got going when, when all the run ins started happening. The fans like really were like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Here it comes. The funk comes out, and he hits Gilbert with the branding iron, and then Sting and Muda are going at it. And you gotta say, yeah, Sting Terry, he looks like someone's drunk dad <laughs> at your sister's <laughs> wedding. He does trying to fucking dance on a dance floor. 
He really does. He like, Uncle Terry, stop it now. Oh, man, he's been drinking. He takes the cowboy boot off and he hits Sting. And I'm telling you, back in the day, when they when when the cowboy boot came off back in the day and a wrestler hit another wrestler with it, I mean, that was, like, major. I mean, that was, that was the equivalent of a chair hitting someone. Yeah. So, anyway, I, I agree. It, the crowd's popping as we're watching the video reviews version. By the way, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT is where you can get the video reviews of these. Uh, they go to town, lots of mixing it up. Um, there's a brawl. It's wild, and eventually we go to commercial. I uh, like doc- this shit because, I mean, nowadays they would have just fucking ran off. Well, shit, they brawled for 15 minutes on the damn pay-per-view. Yeah. The paper, the end of the pay-per-view, the, that, it wouldn't end, Doc. Mm-mm. They just kept brawling, and Flair looked like he had been ejaculated on by the incredible hawk with his green face. Jesus. What? What'd you say, Hopper? I said, come on, Stang. Oh. There it is. Yeah, he's going to town now. But you're right, Doc. This is how it probably should have been, where they were brawling, and now now Flair's got the boot, and he's hitting Funk. Oh my God! It, it, it's it's wild, man. It is wild. It's some good stuff. But anyway, uh, Doc, any other thoughts before we go to the closing promo? Let's go to the closing promo, man. All right. So here yeah, I rewound it. Let's go over here. It is. This is any indication this Sunday night in the Omni at eight o'clock is going to be one of the biggest nights ever for the National Wrestling Alliance. Ric Flair still strutting his stuff. He's got a new pair of boots on. We're going to see here in a few seconds. You're going to settle a situation with Muda. It was obvious they wanted to put you out before this Sunday night. It's obvious they want to do that. Russ, I can't talk about that. I will hit on that in a second, but right now, I got to say, I never, ever thought that I'd say I like the Nature Boy. I used to hate the Nature Boy. Still don't know about him sometimes, but right this very moment. Ah, Nature Boy, you're doing all right. And I like those new boots he's got, too. I want to see those suckers. Flair still strutting this stuff. Eddie, you all right? Yeah, let me let me just say something. I kind of agree with Sting. But after what just happened, and after the man came to the ring, I forgot everything he ever did bad. All I know is the world heavyweight champion. You know, Eddie? <laughs> if you would have told me six months ago, I'd stand here on national TV and high-five this man, I'd have called you a lion, no good, you know what. But the bottom line is, pal, I owe you. Come here, Eddie Gilbert. <laughs> All fair and love and war. And Terry folks, if you're back there, take a look at this fun, because I'm wearing your boots. And the bottom line is, tomorrow night in Atlanta, Georgia, where the women are as hot as the summer night. We, that's right, girls, something's ever changed. We, myself, the singer, Eddie Gilbert, are going to make things right in the world woo, of professional wrestling. That means that... Some people we've already talked about 
are going to bleed and sweat and pay the price for walking on the wrong toes. Hold on one time, big man. We, you know, think about this. I'm for the first time going to have the pleasure of watching the Road Warriors in the war games from the outside. And I love it. Hawk, Animal, FST, Freebird, Midnight, Pandemonium only in Atlanta, Georgia. Terry Funk, <laughs> Gary Hart, and Muda tomorrow night. <laughs> All right, fans, remember it's tomorrow night, 8 o'clock right here in the Omni. Don't forget, we'll talk more about it. The final countdown with Paul E. Dangerously and I. And you know tell them what's going to happen tomorrow night at 6.05. Until then, I'm Jim Ross saying so long, everybody. So, Doc, I'll go to you first. Uh, Sting, talk. I'm sorry, Flair talking you into the building for tomorrow night at the Omni or what? Yeah, and the thing is, is that he's not any different as a baby face or a heel. It's just who he's facing. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. He's, yeah, I mean. He, he's amped right there. I mean, like, he's – I love when he starts – I just love Crazy Rick, too, when he starts getting into it and he's all amped up. And I just – I think that's just – it's fun to watch him, and you see him right there. I actually popped early in that when they show him with Funk's boots on. Did you did you catch that? It, it, yeah. it, he looks he looks like a fucking clown. It's great, but I thought that was and good. You know, and you know he's that's not his look. I mean, he's like I don't like blue jeans either. Right, he's got to be wearing his gaiters. He ain't wearing no cowboy boots. That's for damn sure. You don't like jeans either, though, do you, Mike? Says who? I thought you said you don't like jeans. I didn't say I don't like jeans. I said I wear cargo shorts, but that's because most of the time the weather's mild here. Oh, okay. I wear jeans. Harper started fussing at me because I said I don't have boots to wear with my jeans. And No. Just wear adult shoes. Uh, Okay. You want to define adult shoes, sir? Uh, Ones that uh, don't have a, a fucking tennis shoe logo on the side of them. What's okay. wrong with tennis shoes? With jeans? <laughs> well, What's wrong yeah, with tennis shoes and jeans? Because sometimes, sometimes I'm out at the youth sports fields and it's cold. I ain't trying to wear... Oh, fuck that. Oh, well. Okay, you wait till you have some little hard bodies running around and see what no. happens. No? <laughs> no. No. Uh-uh. I can't wait till you get the... Christopher, I think it's time for me to yeah, give up right. the bar scene. How about we settle down and, and you put a baby in me? I'll be like, the doll, no. No? Bro. No, I'm fucking can, old. Can you see Hopper as a daddy? Holy crap. No. Why, why not? <laughs> Teacher calls the house. Uh, Mr. Harper, uh, your son today was talking to one of the female students, 
and he asked the girl uh, if she uh, would let him do circle, 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 dot, dot. And we think that is not appropriate. And then when he described what that was to me, he said that his dad taught him what circle, circle, dot, dot was. And we think that is inappropriate for an eight-year-old to discuss at school. Harper, do you does your brother have kids? Yeah. See so your uncle Harper. Yeah. <laughs> How does that go? It's not bad. See? I mean they used to think I was cool, but now, you know, they're all fucking older now. So I'm just like, hey, it's up, you know. Are they at that in between age where they're not cool anymore? They're not fun anymore, but you can't get drunk with them, so it's kinda like I don't know, you don't know what to do. Well they're 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 well, my oldest niece. Uh, she, she lives in Colorado now, but I mean, my nephew's—he just turned twenty. So he's not, you know, he's not fucking worrying about when the fuck I'm doing. I mean, uh, and my uh, I got a niece that's a fifteen and fourteen. So yeah, they're not yes. worrying about what the fuck I'm doing. Or they just. Got a phone anything you say, they're going to kind of give you the same look that our wives give me and Mike. Yeah. So. And you're well, going to get a grow up, Uncle Chris. <laughs> okay. While staring at, at fucking Snapchat. Oh, these kids are staring at phones nowadays. It's unreal. I mean, we, we've had this discussion before. Like, I mean, look, all three of us will stare at a phone from time to time, too. But I swear when I'm in the presence of my friends, I, I, I know how to put the phone away and, and discuss and talk to my friend. I mean, like the I, only thing I, I used, we don't know, the only thing we didn't know how to do is stop watching wrestling. Yeah. I, I mean, like I, I use the example. I remember, uh, you know, when, when last time I was in New Orleans and and, and Harbor and I were hanging out. I, I mean, my phone was in my pocket. I, I, I wasn't staring at the phone the whole night you know it's at x-rated for example the only thing i was doing my phone was uh catching live video and i was streaming it on a facebook group from x-rated when when uh that that idiot shane douglas was was in the ring and uh you know falling out drunk and whatnot but other than that what? Uh, what? tracy smothers i was i filmed tracy smothers at x-rated and i and i streamed it in the facebook group when he was cutting his promo because it was just gold r.i.p tracy but anyway all right, hey, we got to rate this thing, hand out some Rolex. Before we do so, I want to remind everyone, please use our Amazon Associates link. It's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Great way to support this show. Look, you, as of right now, have about a week to go before uh, that big day, Christmas. So please use the link. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. A great way to support this show without spending anything extra. If you're already shopping on Amazon, the show gets a little bit of support in return when you use our Amazon Associates link. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Um, let's, uh, let's, well, my Rolex is going to Max Gilliam, the UNLV quarterback. So I already said that, gave it away. Harper, who's getting your, I'm sorry, Doc, who's getting your Rolex? And he went to get a beer. No, I didn't. Ball. I'm thinking. You know, Max Gilliam. No, that's stupid. I think I really thought about Rick, but I'm going with Michael Hayes. Yeah. All right. All right. So you're going with Michael Hayes. Who are you going with, Hopper? Michael Hayes. Michael Hayes. Okay. So Michael Hayes, too. I'm giving it to Max Gilliam. All right. So then we got to rate this thing before we do it. Remember, 
Consider becoming a patron, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt as of this show airing uh, or debuting on December the 17th of 2020. You will be able to save 20, I'm sorry, 16%, which is two months free when you sign up for the annual option or you move to the annual option if you're an existing patron. Again, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. We got all the pay-per-views up there. We got the Clash of the Champions up there. Plus 200 other Patreon-exclusive episodes for you to enjoy. So again, it's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Doc, uh, what are you rating this thing? A couple of long snoozers, but a couple of good promos. Throw that all in there with the 40-minute tag. (sighs) Trifling Dale Murphy does it again. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna say those boots. <laughs> I'm gonna right. say B plus. All right, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a B plus as well. Harper, what are you gonna give it? Yeah, a B plus. Same thing. Thir- Thirty-eight minutes and twenty seconds is the runtime on the episode that we have here. So, I mean, God bless the Braves and Dale Murphy for their sorry asses during this time period. <laughs> We certainly appreciate it. I know that much. Oh, boy. Okay. Um. So, again, uh, all B-pluses and Rolexes to Max Gilliam from UNLV, the quarterback, and Michael Hayes. Uh, Doc, you know, again, this is – this is we've only got one week to, before Christmas as this thing airs. Anything you want to – anything you want to mention before we get out of here tonight? Uh, uh-oh, that makes me think that there's something that I should have mentioned that I didn't. No, okay. I just uh-uh, not oh. at all. Harper, have you done your have you done your Christmas shopping yet? Yeah. Uh-oh. Did you get your girl a gold tip rose? No. Oh. I got her one of those those fucking ninja things. The what? Those like ninja uh crock pot slash air fryer thingamajigs. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Did you? So you got the the one that's a, a grill and an air fryer, right? Or did the, you get it on Amazon? No, I got it at a Walmart, and it was service the same merch- price. Service merchandise. Yeah. I know exactly what now, he's talking about. Now, if you were gonna go on Amazon, where would you want to go first to make sure that you do that right? I would want to go to the uh, uh, so what is it, Mike? Uh, Podbeam <laughs> tinyurl slash dot yeah. com slash btt amazon. I know my wife's not using it because I guarantee there's a stack of Amazon shit taller than me out there. So you would have felt the bump in the thing. We, you guys, I got to tell you, we're at the end of the Christmas shopping season. This is a way to support the show. It's been a tough year, but you're gonna buy Christmas presents. This is how you can help the show stay alive. Hey. We didn't say anything about this at first, but once again, the show was on very, very thin ice today. Mike had to take the, Mike had to take the computer in. Oh no! It didn't yeah. start smoking like the first BTG laptop, but we were not going to do the show today. That's not and, true. And so when we, do you know how to sell anything? <laughs> Well, it's what partially I was true. Say is, what I was going to say is that your meager offerings through Amazon help us build up a small reserve for Harper's headsets and Mike yeah. 
a laptop if he needs it. Yeah, I mean, it, if you remember a couple months back, more than a couple months ago, it was actually almost six months ago now, uh, I had to bring my computer into uh, this uh, little shop not too far from me. And uh, this guy remembered me, and he said, yeah, I heard y'all talk about me that week on your show. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, and anyway, so. Uh, that guy doesn't know the reach we have either. He's like, oh, that's cute. They probably have 38 listeners. He don't know. <laughs> he don't know. He doesn't understand. But anyway. So, uh, sure enough, I kept getting the, this weird error message again on my computer, and it was causing all kind of problems. And I don't know what the deal is, because I don't look at porn on this thing. I, I use my phone for that, like Hopper taught me. Mm. And um, Everybody knows that trick. Yeah, yeah. so I don't, I, don't, I don't know what the deal is. Anyway, uh, he had it for, uh, not to get into the specifics, but he had it for about a, a day and a half. And he fixed it, and uh, that's that. We're back in business, but... Things were looking perilous about 3 p.m. today. Uh, but uh, it ended up working out well. So, yes, when you use the Amazon link, it is very helpful. TinyURL.com slash Amazon, Or you use the, uh, you know, the Patreon link. TinyURL.com slash BTT. It's helpful. I mean, look, here's the thing. That guy runs a small business. Like, he's he is a small business owner. Um, it's a little bitty shop, and he does good work. And, um, yeah, so those funds, they help fix things like when my computer decides to start acting up. There's that. Um, so it was something minor, but you still got to pay for people's service, right? I mean, it's not like right. um, it's not like you just bring it in and they do it for free. It was, it was literally something minor, but at the end of the day, you fix it pretty quickly, at least in my eyes. So, anyway, please use the link, tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon or become a patron, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Let me get a couple of things out the way before we get out of here as well. Shout out to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us. Please support them. Give them a listen and subscribe to them. Also, check out the Bottom Line Cast with Mike Crew and JV from the Goon Squad. They do our ECW show, but they also do a show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin, so check them out as well. And on that note, I think we're going to get out of here uh, hopefully, as we approach the end of 2020, things will get better in 2021. I know Doc's ready to get shot in the ass with a needle and, or arm, wherever they're given that. I want I, I want both doses at the same time. <laughs> you want and one I want an to ass cheek? A, I want one of these ass cheek, and I want to figure out how to steal your doses, too. That's nice. I want them all. All right. I bet you do. Uh, Hopper, anything before we get out of here? No. Hit the tagline and take us home. Fuck it, bitch. 